This is your woo-woo best friend, a show about attainable transformation. Hello, it's Andy, and welcome back to your woo-woo best friend. If you are new to our show, welcome. If you are a longtime listener, welcome back. I'll tell you a little bit about our show. If you are new here, this show offers a no BS approach to transformation. We want this transformation to feel attainable. We talk about spirituality and cosmic ideas. We talk about practical advice for a high vibe life. We feature solo episodes with stories from me, ideas, tips, and musings that I've collected and downloaded from my time on this planet. We also have interviews with radically magical and inspirational guests. I was having dinner with a couple of girlfriends last night and they asked me what is on deck for the third season of the show. And I have to say it was the first time someone had asked that question outside of myself and Samantha, who's on my team, and Ben, who's my husband, who produces the show, besides the three of us having this conversation. And it was nice to be able to be asked that question and really start to articulate where we are going this season. If you haven't listened to the trailer for the season yet, I recommend that perhaps you pause here, go listen to the trailer, and then come back to this episode My intention for this season is to give you really complete, a complete set of tools to support you in transforming your life this year. To be honest, in season one, I was really feeling a deep connection to have conversations that allowed us to look deeper into the unknown, into the taboo, into the mystical. We talked about quantum healing. We talked about spirit guides. We talked about the angels among us and so much more. And I absolutely love those types of conversations. And I feel like we were moving through a moment when we started the show which was at the beginning of 2021, in which we were collectively truly healing. And I was really interested in helping you to find modalities that could support you in that healing, whether that modality was something that I was interested in or not. I wanted to give you every single possible resource and tool out there to support your physical healing, your spiritual healing, your emotional healing, your mental healing, so that we could live, can live more well lives. This year, I feel like we are collectively in a bit of a level up moment. We've been doing the work. We are consciously committing to ourselves. We are embracing that main character energy of our lives. And so this season is about the opportunity to continue to transform, continue to evolve. Our first interview, which was last week's episode, was with Michaela Diatois from Inner Eros, all around intimacy and desire. And the premise of that episode is about finding a deeper connection to your own emotional and erotic intelligence and doing that in ways that perhaps you may not have heard of before. We also spent time on the concepts of co-commitment and codependency, 
which I learned so much about in that conversation. It had not occurred to me that the relationship that I have consciously built with my husband has been one of co-commitment. And it is the reason why this relationship looked so different from the relationships in my life in the past. And I'm talking about romantic relationships, which to be honest, most of mine were pretty codependent, but also friendships. I have beautiful friendships in my life, but I definitely had some female friendships, some girl friendships that were quite codependent, especially in my 20s and 30s, where we could see each other's potential, but we kind of did the dance around holding each other back and keeping each other a little bit small and making choices that weren't really for our greatest good. And sometimes you need that. You got to just like have a little fun and say, you know, fuck the fuck the potential. I'm living in the moment. And that is not always a bad thing. But when your relationship is built on that, it isn't necessarily good for you. It's not helpful, as Michaela so beautifully articulated for us in last week's episode. Today, I want to spend a bit more time on relationships. So that's where we're going to go. And this will be a solo episode. I invite you to consider the conversation today, what I'm going to share with you today as a little bit of a workshopping, a personal workshopping. So if you're in a place where you can do some journaling, cool. If you're listening in the car, if you're listening on your hot girl walk, if you are listening while you are cooking in the kitchen, all good. As I share with you some of these ideas to ponder, perhaps the next time you sit down with your journal or the next time you sit down in meditation or the next time you just have a moment alone, maybe it's in the shower or the bathtub, reflect back on what we are going to talk about today. Before we get into it, this episode is sponsored by Herbal Face Food. I'm a total skincare lover. I am a woman in her 40s. I'm developing my own beauty brand this year. I've been working on it for well over a year. And I, to be honest, often get asked, what are you doing for your skin? I was actually at my dermatologist yesterday and she said, wait a minute, what's going on? What are you doing with your skin? I don't remember prescribing any treatments. Are you doing peels or lasers? Like what's up? The reality is I have always been really committed to being incredibly gentle with my skin. And I think that the health of my skin shows it. There's a lot of integrity to taking great care of your skin in a way that isn't super aggressive. Now, sometimes we have to use tools, products, resources that have a little bit more of a high potency or a little bit more aggressive. But for the most part, We don't necessarily have to live that way. We've lived with this idea for most of us women, most of our lives, that you got to use something really aggressive. If you use the plant stuff, it may feel good, but it's not super effective. But the reality is 70% of what you put on your skin goes into your body. It absorbs into your bloodstream within minutes and can even lodge into your organs. Your skin is your largest organ and your body's biggest mouth. At Herbal Face Food, they love to say, you eat what you put on your skin. If you shouldn't eat it, if you shouldn't actually sit down and consume it, then maybe you shouldn't put it on your skin. They live by that mantra at Herbal Face Food. And so everything that they develop is 100% pure plant, no synthetic, no man-made ingredients at all. 
I talked to the founder quite a few times. He's been on the show and he said, you know what? I could drink the products. Now, you shouldn't have to make a choice between your health and your skin looking and feeling amazing. So that's what Herbal Face Food set out to do. Create products that allow for incredibly potent anti-aging, multi-correctional, antiviral skincare without creating something that might inevitably make you sick in the future. This is not a magic potion. It's simply the best of plant science at work. There's no fillers, no chemicals, no BS. The serum, which is my favorite product, is a powerful, potent product packed with antioxidants and phytonutrients. It will heal your skin at the cellular level from the outside in and address the top signs of aging in three days or less. I used it leading up to my wedding. I'm still using it now. And I really feel like my skin has never looked better. If you're interested in trying out the products, you can use the discount code WeeWeeGirl, which is O-U-I-W-E-G-I-R-L. That's the name of our blog, by the way, for 20% off of the Herbal Face Food Collection. They've actually launched a brand new product called The Cream. If you're interested in trying that product, use the code WeeWeeGirl Cream. So O-U-I-W-E-G-I-R-L-C-R-E-A-M Cream. Thank you so much to Herbal Face Food for being a show sponsor. If you, listener, want to be of amazing support to us, one of the best things you can do is shop with our sponsors. That tells them that you're listening, you hear what we have to say here on the show, and that you are interested in exploring their products. I promise this particular product is a true favorite. So if you are even slightly interested in adding to your skincare collection, looking for something that might be a great support to you and your anti-aging regimen, go give Herbal Face Food a try. Now let's get into the episode, shall we? It is time. So we're going to talk about relationships today. And here is the goal. I want you to allow yourself to be soft, to look inward, to dig deeper. We're going to take an honest look at the relationships in your life, your relationships with your family, your romantic partners, your friendships, as Michaela calls them, the situationships, your colleagues, your coworkers, anyone involved in your business world. Then we're going to talk about creating a clear plan of how to give more care and attention to the relationships that you want to be nourishing, and then also how to set healthy, realistic boundaries with relationships that are creating energetic drains for you. I challenge you to start this thinking by considering the essence of self that you want to embody in this year and consider what experiences, emotions, and non-negotiables will you create around your relationships? So I'm going to say that again so that you can really sit with that for a minute. Consider how you will embody the essence of your future self this year, specifically around relationships. So the way we do that is by looking at what experiences, what emotions, and non-negotiables are you committing to when it comes to your relationships. So think about that to start. And then I want you to think about what are five words 
that embody your relationships, the relationships that you are committed to in this year that we are in presently. And those words could be anything. I'll give you a couple of examples. Honesty, integrity, authenticity, fun, humor, joy, creative expression, partnership, abundance, equality. So think about what words embody what you want in your relationships for this year. And then think about a few small, accomplishable things that you can start right away based on how you want to feel. So let's talk about what some of those examples might be. Small, accomplishable things that you can start right away based on how you want to feel. So if one of your words is integrity, the way you show up into your conversations in relationships, all relationships, best friend, husband, girlfriend, mom, boss, coworker, if integrity is the word, you've got to show up fully committed to being truthful, to standing in your honest, authentic expression of self. And that even means when your mom calls and you really don't want to take the call, that you either answer the phone and set a boundary around the time you actually have to spend. You don't answer the call, but then you don't lie and say, hey, hey mom, I was uh, doing this thing when in reality that was not the case. Or let's say it's a boss or a coworker conversation when we're considering integrity. If there's a project that comes your way and you really don't feel like you've got the capacity to take it on, or you feel like it's really not something that you're supposed to be taking on based on what your job description and your role is, and you'd have to work above and beyond what actually makes sense based on what you've committed to in this work. You've got to express that fully and with truth and with respect to self and the person you're in conversation with. Integrity can be a really hard one because we sometimes create little white lies to keep things really easy for ourselves. And we don't consider that we're telling a fib or that we're telling a lie. It just is kind of how things start to roll. If fun or humor is a part of the word list for you, for your relationships for this year. Maybe you're going to start creating opportunities for little adventures. And that could happen in any of these types of relationships. So perhaps with your partner, it's, hey, we're going to go once a week and explore something we've never done before. And we're going to have a good time doing it. We don't, we, it's hard to not have fun when we're doing something a little bit out of our comfort zone that is innately a joyful experience. So that could be like exploring a neighborhood in your city that you've never explored before, or going to a concert of an artist that you've only kind of checked out and you just want to go, you know, give it a little listen, but hang out with your friend and do something together in the process. If it's humor, maybe it's like we're going to 
go see a comedy show together. Or we're going to, this is even smaller and an easy one to set an intention around. We're going to find a funny meme once a week that we send to each other just to give each other a little laugh. So think about your five words. It could be anything. And then set small, accomplishable objectives of how you are going to live in alignment with that word based on how it is that you want to feel. Next, I want you to think about the people that you spend the most time with. We honestly sometimes have zero control over the people that we spend the highest number of hours with because they are our coworkers, our colleagues, people that we're doing business with. We spend a lot of time in the work environment. So take an honest look at your list of relationships, who you're spending the most time with, coworkers, boss, friends, romantic partners, family members. Sometimes we can't choose the amount of time we spend with family members because we live with them. If you are living at home with your parents, for example, or a parent has moved into your home and you're helping them in the latter part of their life, you may love them, but it can create some stressors for you. So take an honest look at how these relationships make you feel. And I am sure it's going to be all over the spectrum. Hopefully, the partnership relationships, the romantic partnerships specifically, make you feel loved and cared for, supported, nurtured. If that is not how these relationships are making you feel, consider, does this relationship need more care or has it run its course? Or is it time to create a new relationship within this existing relationship? Basically, address the challenges that we've had and then design something new. So the way you feel about one relationship is likely not going to be the same way you feel about another. And when you look at this, let's say you list out three to five people that you spend the most time with, there's going to be this variety of feelings that you think about, and it becomes quite complex. We start to notice that as we move through the day, the way we feel, the way we are energetically is really related to the people we're spending time with. And I want you to think about who are you deeply inspired by? Who are the expanders in your world? And what aspects do you find inspiring about the people that you consider to be expanders? How do they help you to believe that more is possible for you in this world? And where can you find more of these people? A lot of these folks you may find on social media or doing this, listening to a podcast. Or maybe you're in a mastermind. You know, I'm a big advocate for mastermind groups. We just finished up the Lifestyle Lab, and I have to say every woman in that experience was an expander for someone else in the experience. So it doesn't have to be that you always meet these people face-to-face. Honestly, our subconscious mind does not know the difference in us hanging out on Instagram and getting really emotionally attached to something we're seeing 
on our phone screen and actually sitting in a room with folks and getting some emotional feeling, good or bad, about what's going on with the people in the room. So think about who are you deeply inspired by? What aspects of these folks that you're inspired by are expanding what you believe to be possible? And how can you get around more of this? A quick tip, I think we all know this, but a reminder, I suppose, if you are finding your expanders via social media, take a scroll through and notice if someone makes you feel bad and then stop following or mute or just find a way so that you are not seeing the people that don't light you up. Next, I want to recommend an exercise I call the inner circle exercise. And I advise you to have each of these five people in your life. And ideally, each of these five people is someone different. Sometimes their roles can kind of cross over. And you don't have to have constant contact with these people for them to have a profound impact on you. So I'm going to go through the list of five for your inner circle and think about who are these people in your life or who would you like them to be? So the first one is the learning enabler. The learning enabler is that person that is constantly encouraging you to level up. They're like, hey, go take that class, go sign up for that mastermind. Let's go to that retreat together. Let's take a yoga class together. Hey, listen to this workshop or watch this TikTok. They want you to expand your mind. The learning enabler. Next is the hype woman. They are exactly what they sound like. They are constantly cheering you on. They want to see you succeed. They see you when you fail and help you to get back up and try again. They are constantly reminding you of your value, of your worth, and helping you to tap back in to your confidence and do the thing. The hype woman. Next is the coach, advisor, or teacher. Again, exactly what it sounds like. So this could be someone that you hire to coach you, to advise you. This could be someone that you meet in a classroom environment. This could be the leader of a mastermind. This could just be a friend that is a few steps ahead of you in the process of whatever it is that you're working on in life. And they are happy to share their wisdom. They could be a mentor to you. So that's the coach, the advisor, or the teacher. Next is the confidant. This is that person for you that is a vault. You can go to them and share your deepest secrets, whether it's personal secrets or business secrets, or maybe you're considering making some sort of big move in your career and you need to just soundboard it out, this person will listen, be a support to you, and won't necessarily give you advice. And sometimes we really need to go to the confidant when we already know what the path is for us. We know what we're going to do. We know the move. And the confidant is there to listen, 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 
allow us to soundboard so that we can get really comfortable with the plans that we're making. Then lastly is the risk taker. And the risk taker is that person who stands side by side with you as you are jumping into the fire, as you're getting ready to walk across the coals, do the, do the big leap. This person is either doing it with you or they've done it and they can tell you what it's going to look like on the other side. This is a really great person to have when you are making a big career move or you're going to go in and ask for more money in your current job or you're going to start a business or you're going to start posting face-to-camera videos on TikTok. This person has done it or is willing to walk side by side with you as you do it. In the effort of being a hype woman, I wanted to tell you about a show I've been listening to lately. I want to hype this woman up. The show is called The Dream Catcher Podcast. The host is Celine Chenoy. She's a writer and journalist and the founder of The Dream Catcher, which is a digital community that encourages its members to live their authentic dream life and make a difference in the world. Celine is the primary writer for The Dream Catcher, and she is the author of Beauty Redefined, How to Feel Authentically Beautiful in Today's World. It's a guide to finding and redefining beauty standards. In Celine's work, she explores mindsets and strategies, tools and habits for seekers and achievers to tap into their full potential. On her show, Celine speaks with best-selling authors and thought leaders in personal empowerment, social justice, and spirituality. She is so our type of woman. An episode that really resonated with me was her episode about codependency. So I'm going to drop that in the show notes. She also has an episode about the difference between fate and destiny. I think it's really relevant to this conversation today. So I'm going to leave that link in the show notes as well. Now, the last thing I want to talk about today in regards to relationships is boundary setting. I want you to think about where you need to treat yourself with more care and uphold or even create boundaries. Creating new boundaries is often the first step. Consider the ways that perhaps some of these relationships that you've been thinking about through this episode need to be redefined. I'll share an example of a boundary I've had to set recently in my life. This is in regards to a family member and someone who I love dearly. I'm going to start there. I love her dearly. We've had a very long relationship. We are family after all. And lately, we've just been a little bit at odds and not at odds in the way of which we're having fights or not getting along in that regard. It feels like we are each contributing a different amount of energy into the relationship that we have, and neither of us have any intention of this relationship ever going away. However, we are not seeing eye to eye on how this relationship should really be defined, how it should really look right now. So in this relationship, there are things that I've said and some things that I've done that she considers to be hurtful. That she's feeling like, hey, this didn't really land with me. No matter how you intended it, it's not how it felt to me. And I have to absolutely own and respect that that's how some of the things that I've said and done have landed with her. 
And on the flip side, there's some things that she's done, or really it's more of like that she hasn't done, things she hasn't shown up to that are really important to me, or times in which she didn't reach out when I had something really emotionally heavy going on that felt bad for me. So from her point of view, I've said and done things that are a little bit belittling or have made her feel like she's less than, and we're all, we all have these struggles with worth. And so for her, she's got to set a boundary around the types of conversations that we have so that the things that I say don't impact how she feels about herself. And I hear that loud and clear, and I want to make sure that I am making an adjustment where I need to, to best support her. And the way that I feel is that she needs to show up for me a bit more. And when we start to think about these types of challenges, oftentimes they started as little things that became bigger things. And perhaps we didn't talk about the things along the way. And then we start spinning these stories in our head about what the other one is thinking or doing or why they're not doing something or not showing up for us. So we had a conversation recently about redefining our relationship, redetermining how we are going to be in conversation with one another, what feels good and what works for each of us, what types of communication, whether that's phone calls, coffee dates, emails, DMs, whatever it may be. We don't live in the same city, so it's a little bit harder to sit down face-to-face, which I always feel like when you can sit down face-to-face, it's so much easier when you can really be with someone and hug them or hold their hands or just sit and have eye contact with them. That stuff often feels quite different than a DM does or a text message does or a voice note does. So we looked at, okay, how are we going to be in communication so that what each of us is saying and how we're saying it comes across the way we really meant for it to come across? And where do we need to make adjustments in language and our approach? And how can we be in better communication about what's really important to each of us in regards to when and how we show up? So sorting through all of that lives within conversations about reworking our communication styles, reworking how we're going to show up for each other, and setting boundaries around what works for each of us and what doesn't, and expressing those boundaries. We showed up to that conversation after having multiple conversations and even having to have another family member get involved for a short period of time to help us to get to a point where we both agreed that there was some boundary setting we needed to do first in order to get to this place of having the conversation. So I encourage you to think about who is it that you need to set new boundaries with? Who do you need to uphold some boundaries that you have set? And look, we're not always going to have the luxury of having the conversation with someone in which we say, hey, we both need to create some boundaries here. Like, that's ideal, but I get it most of the time when you're in a position in which you need to set a boundary, sometimes expressing that to the other person involved isn't going to go so great. So you've got to set that boundary and maybe even do some cord cutting practices to release any attachments that are making you feel bad or creating codependency. If you notice you are in relationships that are causing energetic drains, that is 100% a sign that you need to set a boundary, that you need to create a new way 
of coexisting with the person you're in a relationship with. Or obviously, worst case scenario is this would be an opportunity to end a relationship. But sometimes those energetic drains come from people that we really love and we just need to recreate the relationship and redefine how we're going to coexist and potentially create something that feels like co-commitment. As we approach this holiday that is all about celebrating love, I encourage you to do some things to commit to love of self. And if you want to go have some fun on Valentine's Day or do something romantic with a partner on Valentine's Day, absolutely, I want you to do that too. But I definitely want you to do something to care for self. One of my favorite recommendations is to take a Venus bath. A Venus bath is a ritual bath with the intention of really connecting to self. So imagine embodying the goddess Venus in the bathtub. So it often includes adding salts and flowers and herbs and crystals to activate, heal, or attract specific experiences and qualities into your life that vibrate on the frequency of love. I encourage you to dedicate an evening to soaking in the ritual bath, the Venus bath, to help you receive, to sink into your yin energy, your feminine energy, that divine glowing goddess energy. This is a really good practice to do before bed to wind down, followed by some journaling about whatever comes up during the time in the bath. If you can leave your electronics out of the tub, that is ideal. Shut them down and let the only channel in the bathtub be you. If a bathtub isn't available to you, you can definitely do this in the shower too. Just make your normal shower extra sensual, maybe light some candles, dim the lights, give yourself a nice good scrub with some salts and just really feel into it. Okay, maybe set, set some mood music, you get the vibe. If you've enjoyed this episode today, this solo episode, send me a note on social and let me know that it resonated with you, that it was helpful for you. Let me know how things are going and your conversations and your boundary setting. You can also share the episode if you want to support this show on social. Make sure to tag us at your woo woo BFF. And if you have not yet done so, the best way you can support us besides buying from our sponsors is to leave us a review. It helps us get more listeners to the show. It helps to tell Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts that we are a show worth prioritizing in their algorithms. I'll be back again next week. We drop a new episode every Thursday. We appreciate you being here for season three of Your Woo Woo Best Friend. Much love. Until next time. Oh, 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 oh